Hello and welcome to This Dummy, a podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I get caught up on Insecure, recapping episodes 1, 2, and 3 of the HBO hit series, Second Season. We're feeling hella good, so let's just keep on dancing. Hello. Hold on a minute. I've got like five. Look, look at me. Oh, what? So many cords. So many connections. So many cords and the sun. What is that oh, light man. source? What's happening here? <laughs> Stupid thing. I quit. <laughs> well, it's been a minute. I've kind of forgotten how this whole process works. I know. I'm like, how do I turn this computer on? Oh. How do I get onto the interwebs? It's been a minute, but we are back. We'll see if it's like riding a bike, right? Or something like that. Just like it. Just Digital like internet it. bike. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about buying a bike the other day. Do you have a bike? I do. I have a nice bike. You do? I don't do ride, ride it that it? often, but I do ride it. Yeah, there's hmm. a um there's a bike path that goes from where we live downtown in Los Angeles all the way to the beach. And it's 13 miles there and 13 miles back. And it is a nice ride on a sunny day. But that sometimes it is lovely. But sometimes I'll, I'll hop on my bike and I'll get to the beach and be like, I need the Uber home. So like, do you throw the, the bike in the back of an Uber SUV? I'll do it. it. I will. I'll, I'll throw, I'll You're call the, the Uber XL throw the bike in the back and I'll say stop off at the gelato place on the way home. At that point I've earned it. That's right. You sure have. Yeah. Getting those getting the, that cardio in. Well, where are you biking wow. to? Well, I just thought it would be nice to sort of, you know, uh improve my carbon footprint, you know. Okay. Go green and maybe, you know, bike to work or something. Oh, did you just see an inconvenient sequel? I have not seen the inconvenient sequel oh, yet. Have well, you? I did. I saw it with Al Gore. With Al Gore. Now tell yeah. me about that. How does that how did that happen? It was great. I went to a screening here in Hollywood uh like two weeks ago. Um and we made sure we got tickets like front and center at the screening at the arc light. Uh and after we watched this really depressing sequel to an inconvenient truth, he came out and did a little Q and A. Uh and I was really struck by how charismatic he was, which is not the way yeah. I remember Al Gore being. He used to be very stiff and wooden. But in the face yeah, of, he, like, charisma black hole Donald Trump, Al Gore seems impassioned and charismatic and charming and, like, a very good speaker. He's got a little pep in his step. And he it does. Ain't carbon. It's not carbon. Well, I hope you didn't sit up in the front row with a big old styrofoam big gold cup <laughs> while he was talking to you. <laughs> sure did. Trying to get every last on that. drop. Uh-huh. <laughs> how how inconvenient would that be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Insensitive>. <laughs> I have a question. Are there free uh-huh. refills? <laughs> Can I get a new plastic cup? Unfortunately, oh, the movie is the movie is extremely depressing. I feel like the first movie was like, a, "Hey, you guys, this is what's coming if we don't change our ways." This movie was the yeah. "I told you so" to that movie, right? Yeah, the first one's like, make that change, America, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one's like, we're all fucked. See, we're all see fucked. you later. No more man in the mirror. The, the time is over. It's come right. and gone. Um, we're I mean, done. There was some like thin shreds of optimism in, in that like countries like Chile and India are really at the forefront when it comes to like solar energy and, and uh, electric vehicles and 
reducing carbon emissions, but the United States isn't there anymore, and Miami is flooded on a sunny day. We ripped that contract up. Well, Trump ripped that contract up. Yeah. Well, at least we have Insecure to look forward to. We sure do. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Grand Return is back. Yeah, it came back three weeks ago, so we are hella late in getting to it. But We're a little bit on our CP time yeah, talking about this, but... That's my fault, I should say. <laughs> you and I have been talking, so you're aware, but <laughs> our listeners don't know that the reason we've been gone so long is, is because, you know, I can't get my life together. Like, I, Yeah, we're just, we're just restructuring a little bit, but that's yeah, okay. But we're going to get back into it, and so this episode, we're going to do like a three-episode catch-up on Insecure, because even though the episodes have come and gone we have opinions about it and we still have show. opinions and we want to talk about it yeah and we talked about doing these recaps a long time ago so we're gonna do them and hopefully from right. here on out we will be on time with the rest of them although we should say at the time of this recording by the time you hear it episode this four will, will be have behind aired. by one we'll be behind <laughs> by one it's not our fault that that but show comes on good. so late on a sunday I mean, come on, We got work schedules. (laughs) Uh, So we'll try to get that fourth one in, you know, and not be three episodes behind it. Hopefully it won't be another three weeks before you hear another one of these. But for now, we got one, two, and three ready to go. So we're going to talk about that. That's right. Here we go. Yeah. So she's back. Issa's back. Molly's back. Lawrence is back. Oh, oh, yeah, everyone's back. And it was just announced last week before we even get started that it is confirmed for a season three because... Obviously, it's amazing. But I guess last week, HBO right. so made it really official. Ahead. We're just ahead of ourselves on season three. Basically. Yeah, so let's be early with that announcement. Behind. What are you talking about? Right. Just stop shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just relax. Okay, so right. the whole gang's so, back. Before we jump into the, the first episode, back here. I have to know, at the end of season one, are you Team Issa? Are you Team Lawrence? Before we even get started. Oh, am I Team Issa or am I Team Lawrence? That's a tough question. I mean, I think at the end of the day, I'm team Issa. Yeah, and it's not a tough question. Is it not a tough question? It, it, I don't, I don't know, think though. so. No, no, but so. no, listen, he was sitting on that couch for two years. Two, two years. Long in them and pajamas. He had the audacity on her birthday not to take her out and then decided to try to red box a movie and make and thought that was gonna be the, you know, the business. Right. No way. Mm-mm. It would have been if I would have I would have walked out the door. I would have turned right back around and walked out of the door. Of I would have asked what the movie was before I made a decision, but probably would have acted the same way. Now, what movie would have changed your mind? Like, a red, like okay, David, we're going to watch a Redbox movie. Now, some, as soon as someone says that to me, you know, the alarm goes off. But of course, of course. What movie is it that makes you reconsider? Listen, these are the movies I would stick around for. Jurassic okay. Park, because it's my favorite movie of all time. And that would have mm-hmm. been special. If it was Stepmom with Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon, you know I would have stuck around. <laughs> That's right. You would have stuck. You would have, you would have popped the popcorn. I sure would have. You, know, you would have I mean, run down to the Rite Aid to the Red Box to get the movie yourself. Right. The, and if there was a scratch in the CD, I'd have gone and exchanged it myself and told him to get the cereal ready for when I got back. <laughs> right down to the 7-Eleven. I'm just saying there's a couple choices where I wouldn't have slammed the door. But for the most okay. part, that's a deal breaker, ladies. Yeah, that would have. Yeah, that wouldn't. That wouldn't have worked for me. That I don't. I don't think there was any movie that would have would have really done it for me. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, Team Isa, Team Isa, Team Isa all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not mad at her. She made the right call because he was trifling and shiftless and sitting there in his pajamas. Right. 
But I am on. I'm I'm Team Lawrence on his glow up though. I mean, he okay. did get the body tight, right? He got we a will get there. We okay, will get okay, there. Sorry, okay, okay. I just got a, ahead of myself. Got ahead of yourself. You got right. Got the vapors. <laughs> okay, so episode so one, two opens. Yep. To episode one. Mm-hmm. Hella great. And Issa's Hella on great. the dating scene. She's back on the old horse. Right. So we it's opened. a rusty horse. It is. It's a rusty horse because it's a dusty know, horse. It's been a minute Things since she's been out in. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ha- hasn't hasn't been. She's not quite up to speed on it when we see her. But before that, we the op- the opening scene is actually her in a restaurant with Lawrence. Yeah. So when you initially see that, you think, "Oh my goodness, they're back together." And then it's like, "Nope, that's just a dream." No. Yeah, they're they're sitting down at the restaurant. They're talking things out. He's like, "I know, I know what you did. I know what you did. It. I understand it. I think we can move past it." And you think, you know what? Happily ever after. But there wouldn't be a season two if that's really what happened. Yeah, we couldn't tie it up in a bow like that. They couldn't tie it up in a bow like that, y'all. Also, real quick, I want to shout out the lighting director because they are like glowing in this golden brown kind of like perfectly lit black people magic, which is just I mean, a. Sh- a note to Hollywood lighting, on how no, well, you should be lighting black people. A note to Hollywood faux show. Especially a note to how to get away with murder people. Because sometimes they do Viola dirty. Too I dark. I talked about it in the podcast. How it, like it, they just weren't they weren't working with her her tones. And they weren't complimenting them. And it was a mess. And I feel like they had to also offset that lighting issue with some crazy makeup choices. There. Anyway... <laughs> Right. But insecure people, they really have the lighting on point. They give us all the hues and the tones. They work with those sepia tones, those violet tones that mm-hmm. make that like chocolate brown skin pop. Right. Yeah, they know what they're doing. It looks like a Godiva commercial. It really does. Yeah. It really does. You just want to dip into that chocolate. That's caramel. all I want to do. That whole world. Anyway, she's hallucinating. In reality, she's back mm-hmm. in dating hell. And, you know, it is what it is because dating is terrible. And this is where we, we are reminded of that. Yeah, she's on all the platforms. She's on Bumble. She's on Tinder. She's on OkCupid, Christian Mingle. She's doing all of them, it sounds mm-hmm. like. J-Date, she's really Grindr. To, she's everywhere. Trying to brush him off and, and kind of, like, move on with her life. But it just doesn't seem to be working out. Yeah, she's kidding herself. Yeah, she's still an awkward black girl in her awkward black girl world. And... These dates aren't working out for her. Right. Because well, because who wants to answer all those like meet and greet questions about yourself and That's rattle what up? I'm saying it's like a, it's uh yeah. Yeah. It's like a big old interview. It's it, it's so painful. It is. I don't know if I could do it if I had to get back on the horse. You know what? Don't even don't even tempt fate like that. Do people actually use those like but I think that like as gay men, like are, are people more inclined to use like the well, like the grinders and the the jacked and the scruff and the you know all those to get dates now rather than oh well i guess even if rather you get the just dates get down you still the have business. to go through the date <laughs> well i don't well, know sometimes people just get right through the business yeah i think it works i think it works both ways i know a lot of people who are out there in this dating hustle who are genuinely mm-hmm. looking for dates or looking for real connections and not just trying to get down and some of them are on grinder. Yeah, I think it's just a part of the process. It's a part of the process. It's an ugly part of the process. You got to go through those questions. You got to get to know the person. You got to fill you out the questionnaire. You got to screen them out. You really do got to screen. You got to do it. You got to run Due a credit check. Diligence. Yeah. Call those really? references. Check them. Really? Because people are out. lying on their resumes. Yeah, they are. They are embellishing. There's embellishments. There are gaps in your your employment history. That's right. That need explanation. <laughs> Just find out. 
<laughs> it sucks. It's a drag, but necessary. Save yourself. It, it, yeah. So the it's heartache what and the headache. she has to do. Yeah. So she's there. I love that at one point she's like, it doesn't matter what I say because this isn't going anywhere. Because, you know, 99% of the time, that's exactly how you feel. And you can tell that, like, within the first five seconds when you sit down with someone for coffee. Mm-hmm. You can tell when it's not going to be right. And and when it's like, not it right, are you the type, would you call it in that moment? Or would you ride it out for the full, like, half hour, 45 minutes or whatever? Oh, man. I think if I was, when I was younger, I think I would probably just like ride it out, you know, just to, you know, be nice. But as I've gotten older, I think that I would probably just nip it in the bud and be like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't working for me. This isn't working for you. This is a waste of all of our time. And we're running out of it. I don't want to order abstinent. I don't want to order abstinent entree. Like when I don't, you know. Keep it the coffee. That's why the Starbucks date is mm-hmm. important. Make it a coffee bean, coffee bean afternoon. Make it a coffee date. Because you can get yeah. that latte to go real easy. Exactly. You don't have mm-hmm. to finish those egg rolls. Exactly. You don't have to wait for the check to come and try to split it. Um, right. Although you don't, I will yeah. say, like, how far have I traveled to get to this date? Just like to go back to the red box, like what if I already invested? If I've just popped in, drove ten or fifteen minutes to the coffee to meet you, and it's not working out, then we can we can split. No harm, no foul. But if I drove like an hour in traffic and I dressed up and I shaved, then like we're gonna do this for an hour. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. That's why all the initial dates should be sort of like a, a simple coffee date, like a simple like walk around the park. Do people do that? Do they walk around the park for dates? I don't know. Sounds lovely. But like, sounds you like know, something old be, people do. Hey, that's right. Well, I'm old. Um, you know, I think it should <laughs> be something super, super simple, like super non-committal. You know, because if yeah, if the first date doesn't work and you're having like a five course meal, that's just yeah. I feel like that's a recipe. That's a recipe for that disaster. It sure is. You see how I did that? You see what yeah. I did there? Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> you, you must host a podcast. <laughs> that's right. You must be an internet personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next person we we check in on is Molly, who is in therapy. We drop in yes. on her. She's got a fresh success, Bob, which I love. I love it, too. And she's talking I mean, to a therapist. I really think that, like, you know, obviously there are going to be comparisons with sort of like, well, insecure in girls. And I think that also, like, it's an HBO show. So, of course, that it's going to be compared to maybe Sex in the City since there's, you know, there's a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. And in this series, I really think that the defining thing is going to be Issa and Molly's hair. Like this sort of like, you know, well, Issa's natural hair thing that she's got going on and Molly's hair moments, too. Because oh, yeah. their, their hair game is pretty tight. It's true. And it's got its own narrative. It really does have its own story. They, yeah. they have their own arcs. Though Their hairstyles, respectively, are also characters. They should get their own Absolutely. credits. Absolutely. So we definitely need to discuss every... I think we should probably discuss every single episode what the hair is doing and how, how we feel about it. Well, especially because Issa's hair is doing a lot. Her hair has a lot of emotions. Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of personalities, too. It's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. You know, from a twist to a blowout to a, a fro, like she's got a lot going on. But mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. Ever. It keeps you on your toes. <laughs> Never. Never. It does keep you on your toes. It really does. Yeah. Molly is a little bit more consistent with hers. She is. She's controlled. She's stayed. 
She's mm-hmm. trying. She's doing that. Like she's trying to give us executive realness. She's trying to get someplace. She's trying to break that glass ceiling. Right. It's blunt. It's to the point. It's direct. Yeah. She it's back to business. business. Absolutely. Right. And I like it. And then when we see her in therapy, she's kind of giving us every indication that she's got it all together this season. Like she's gonna. Yeah. She's making her way downtown. It's gonna be great. Everything's fine. Yeah. And she's, she's focusing on her, and she's focusing on her life. She's focusing on her job, and not necessarily worried about a man right now. Right. And of course, Ayanla's not trying to hear that. She's telling her therapist, you know, she's putting in the time at work. Everything's great. She's exactly where she should be in her career. And, you know, like guarded. She's telling her not you should so much. Yeah. All Meanwhile, Ayanla's like, mm-hmm. how about that personal life? How's that working out? Molly's like, that's fine too. Next question. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Molly's in therapy, getting it together. What's Lawrence up to? I'm going to let you take Ma- this. Uh, Lawrence is in the bedroom getting it together with Tasha. Getting it in. Yeah. He's with that sideways, in. like, matrix stroke going on. Like, what is happening there? I mean, there's... Uh, he must do Pilates or something, because there's a lot of back strength that's required. Right. Or, like, side planks. Maybe he's doing side planks. I feel like there are harnesses that were edited out. Like, what is mm-hmm. the VFX budget on this? Because that is, like, an anti-gravity kind of position situation that he got going there yeah i really need to know this workout plan that lawrence went through for the transformation he obviously you know got a fit was there bit. like a gym in the best buy like i think he was I, just I think probably really just drinking a lot of water something. and getting his steps in that's it i don't know maybe maybe that's he right. hit up a cross like getting fit. the 12 well he probably got a fitbit on discount at best buy he had a part of his right. like you know employee discount sure yeah just ch- changes up the game totally. That's all you got to. All you got to do is. So do Lawrence that. is getting it in with Tosh, and Tasha loves it because she's out there calling him Zaddy, which I did not think was a thing, but have since learned is real. Okay, so explain to me the Zaddy for. for I guess it's kind of like a. It's like a. It's more like a, a lazy D that has become kind of just like trailed through the teeth, right? It's like Zaddy, right? Zaddy. I don't like it. It sounds I, I like nonsense know. to me, but according to the is internet, there any sort of ideological origin, like what is it? According to the internet, it's a guy who's attractive and fashionable with swag and sex appeal. Okay. And I know that I'm old because that sounds like nonsense. Yeah, that sounds like a big WTF to me. Anyway, here's the thing: I still don't see it for Lawrence. Uh, and yeah, so he hit up a boot camp in the off season, and he looks good, and his body's right, and all the things. Um, but he said, should I start calling you Zami now? And Tasha should have asked him to go. He should have been, she should have been like, you can see yourself out at that exact right. moment. Because that's corny. That's real mad corny. Yeah. But like they, like they had already finished. Like that, that would have definitely killed the mood though. Like if he was like, if they were in the moment and then he said Zami. Right. No, that wouldn't have worked out. That wouldn't have worked out. So I think that she probably was like, you know what? I'm going to let this one slide. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. The stroke was right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go like bake these beans really quickly or whatever. They're like after. <laughs> <laughs> Not smack going to be that night. Right. I'm going to make some Bush's baked beans and Franks or something. Whatever. Right. I'm going to crack this can and um, I'm pretend you didn't say what you just said to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I was um, too busy, like, like looking into the fridge. So Lawrence is running game on Tasha because he comes around on Friday so he can smash and crash with her all weekend and then disappears during the week, right? That's his thing. 
Right, and then he goes to his homeboy's house and he inflates the mattress. Right, God, trifling, that's the worst. trifling. Yeah, the air mattress is the worst. It is the absolute worst. The, it is yeah. really bad. I, how long has he been sleeping on that? That's been it's been three months. months. It's been three Which months. Makes that is way too long you know, to crash with a friend. My, you know, the, my suspend like my suspension of belief here now with the matrix stroke is kind of being compromised by the fact that he's been sleeping on an air mattress for months because you know you blow your back out on those things. Yeah. Because it deflates. <laughs> right. And you're in a weird position. That's right. And your back is busted down and strained. So there's no way. So you're not doing a couple of side planks if you're you sleeping on an air mattress for weeks at a time. No. You need some icy hot and a hot press. That's what you need. Right. And a hot <laughs> sauna and a deep soak. Like, it's not going to work out. I can't suspend my disbelief like that. Sorry, HBO. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And those are not aphrodisiacs. I don't think Natasha would be into that. Mm -mm. Let me get you in an Epsom bath before we do this. I don't think that's sexy. Grab that icy hot. Not likely. Mm -mm. No, that's not going to work. But here's the thing about Tasha. Like, it seems like she is just down for kind of down for whatever. And she's just really... There's kind of like a desperation there, kind of almost. Yeah, I mean, I we don't really know Tasha's backstory, but I get the sense that she's been through it with a lot of fuck, fuck boys, and so she's mm-hmm. sees a diamond in the rough. This is a guy right. he had a little. She she ran the credit check. She was working at the bank, so he's got a little cash <laughs> in his savings. That's right. She does this in the savings account. Had a job, good education. Came in clean, and that first direct deposit from the new job probably came through. So she knows what he's working with in the future exactly yeah so she's trying so she's, to, she's trying to, to make it work uh, yeah she's a, she's pretty lenient right. on her deal breakers and i am not mad at her because you like what you said if you've been out there trying to date people then you know how ugly it is in those streets it's fallujah out there right so right if you get so someone who's gonna halfway decent yeah. you, you give them the benefit of the doubt even when they say mm-hmm. zombie to your face well, speaking of credit checks, Molly did her own sort of check because she happened to get a check of her coworkers and realized that he's getting paid a lot more than her. Yeah. I don't know how much more, but she was she was like, is this a bonus? She got real happy when she turned over that check. Uh, right. But then when well, she saw like Travis's name up there. It was $6,300. Is that good for a lawyer in L.A.? I don't, I don't know. know. I was kind of scratching my head at that. I'm like, if he's making that and you're not... Hmm, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, is this a bi-weekly check? Is that a monthly check? I don't know. I hope it's not a month. It better not be a monthly. Come on. Right. It shouldn't be a monthly. That should be at least like a bi-weekly check. I'm hoping that's a... I mean, I guess if it's a bi-weekly. But anyway, yeah. Who can Obviously, say? I, they should... I guess I'm just saying, if they're both lawyers, I think they should all be a little bit concerned about their paychecks. I thought lawyers made more money. I, I, I have no idea. I didn't go to law school. <laughs> either way yeah, we're speculating way. with no basis or foundation um either way she's pissed that bob nearly curled up it did i think it got a little bit frizzled underneath in the kitchen yeah i would have i would have been heated too my question here though is molly doesn't have direct deposit well I, well who knows if she does but why your homeboy doesn't have direct deposit why is he getting an actual physical check why is anybody getting a physical check that doesn't tell me that you are adult adulting very well that doesn't demonstrate that you've got your life together if right. you have I to go down to to the bank and actually speak to the teller and fill out a, a check deposit and then form. like endorse the back of the check and do all that mess no no one's got time for that in 2017 Mm-mm. especially well, anyone near Mal- well chad 
<laughs> Who's Chad? Is that the is that the that her coworker? That's, I don't really no, know. No, the coworker is Travis. Chad is Travis. Lawrence's friend. He's crashing with. <laughs> You got <laughs> you got Chad all twisted. <laughs> I really did get him all twisted. Oh well. Yeah, but I'll bet you Chad. Travis. Chad has direct deposit. Chad's got it all together. He seems yeah. like he has it all. together. He does seem like he has it all together. Wearing that burgundy suit later. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so she's she's uh she's got to figure that out. But before she well before she figures out a pay raise, she needs to f- make sure that she's getting her pay directly deposited. Uh, yeah. First things first, she needs to contact yeah. HR and give them a voided check so that they can get her direct deposit straight. Right. Priorities, people. Step one. Issa's out there checking mail, too. Everyone's checking mail. Everyone's doing yeah, the credit check. Yeah, is really all about the USPS today. Yeah. Real but talk. this is kind of one of my favorite scenes during the first episode. This was a good we scene. Get introduced to i think the the new star character of the series yeah miss true faceless sassy miss trudy yeah she doesn't like anybody messing with her mail no don't even me neither don't go there yeah don't do it i don't want to see you dancing near my mailbox right because i'm i'm going to be suspicious right smokescreen you try to take my mcdonald's (laughs) breakfast coupons and i'm not here for it nice try i will cut somebody the mcrib is back and i'm playing mcdonald's monopoly right exactly keep it moving Mm -hmm. um but apparently lawrence got a jury summons and Isa got excited because that means he's got to come and pick that shit up from her he's got to come and get it or they're going to be coming after him yeah but according to miss trudy the only thing she got to do is put some lotion on them ankles Put some lotion on those dry ankles. Yeah. She also doesn't trust Wayne Brady, which I thought was Who funny. Who does? I mean, that's the right response to Wayne Brady. Why are you giving Wayne a side eye? He's slippery, that one. You think so? I well, know he... so. First of all, think, Whose Line Is It like Anyway that... is still on television. Is he still on that show? Singing and dancing. Really? Yeah. Well, he's doing all right for himself because then it doesn't he... he's on Let's Make a Deal, too, at like three. Yeah. He did something right. I thought he redeemed himself in the community after the Chappelle show episode, though. That was a long time ago. So he doesn't get anything for that? He doesn't get any dap for that? Like, he's... Mm, no, not anymore. You don't trust it. That you credit is it. exhausted. No, I don't yeah. try. I'm on Miss Trudy's side. <laughs> I don't trust Got him. it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I believe in her, too. Yeah. Okay. So Issa gets uh, Lawrence's mail, and she calls up Molly because she wants to have a wine down. Want, like, a wine down. She's like, let's get the girls together. She wants an amplified wind down because Molly also mentioned that, you know, exes always want to get back with you when they see that you're doing good. So Issa has the brilliant idea to do a plus one to have like a party going down when Lawrence comes to go ahead and pick up that jury summons and he can see her on her glow up. Right. All her fun, fancy friends. And he'll be jealous. and want to get back with his boo. Right. And so when she calls Molly, Molly's like, yeah, fuck. She, and this is right after she saw Chad's, or Chad. See, now you got me doing it. When she saw Travis's check and she's like, I could use a drink. So, yes. And then cut to my favorite part of this episode is the best friend <laughs> song in the crosswalk. Now, we haven't really talked about this, but like whether or not you think you're a Molly or an Issa. But mm. when I did see this scene, I did think of us. And I definitely feel like I'm the Issa to your Molly. I really want to like be I Molly. Would, I would sing that song. I would sing that song to you. I would, and you and would, I would definitely love it. hang up on me. <laughs> you would, would hang up on me. I would hang up, but I would love it. In That's, fact, I think I have sang songs to you and you have hung up on me. On yeah, that was real life. That was <laughs> that is me real. all day. That was taken from like our, our real life experiences. Are, did we get a producer credit on the show? I'm going to call. I'm going to make a phone call. So uh, right. we cut to Molly going to the mixer, her workplace mixer, and we get a cameo from Lil Rel. We get a cameo from who? 
Lil Ralph from uh, Get Out. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. That was yeah. really exciting, too, to see that he's actually been cast on the show. Mm-hmm. I wonder how how his, like, character will play out. Maybe this was just a short little cameo, but it would be nice to see him yeah. in sort of an expanded role. I'm taking all the cameos. I'd love to see all these black faces. I'm excited about that. Um, but Molly's yeah. up there. She's fishing around, looking for clues. She's got her green on green on green lady detective outfit. And she's like, that's uh, right. Did we get our bonuses early this year? Did that happen? And her coworkers mm-hmm. like, nope. And <laughs> if I didn't think so, where's Travis? Right. We need to have, we need to talk. And so they talk. Yeah. She sidles up to him and it's Josh, by the way, white Josh from at crazy ex-girlfriend. Do you watch that show? Uh, I've seen the first couple episodes of it. I like that show. Season two was not that great, but I still like that show. Anyway, (laughs) she's like, hey, so I was thinking of asking for a raise. And he's like, not me, because I don't want to do any more work. Thank you very much. Well, have you ever have you ever found out that a coworker was making more money and then trying to strategize how you can get up on that level? Yes, I have. And you know what? It's the the amount of time that you spend like stressing and like plotting and planning about it. Like I feel like outweighs the the amount of money that you end up getting in terms of like any sort of raise that you get. I, really I just remember does. like finding out that yeah, someone was making more money than me, and I was like, now how do I strategize? I have to come up with a plan. I have to talk to the boss. I have to like you know prepare a speech and this and this and that and yeah. like. And then you, you have do, to pretend you like you like, don't know that that person makes and, that dollar. And then that, that added sort of like stress and performance, you know, you end up doing like three times the amount of work, just trying to work the whole, you know, situation yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It, it is, is exhausting. exhausting. Ultimately unfair. That's like one of the worst parts of like a job is like trying to get a raise or trying to get your money right or not feeling like you're like actually being valued enough. Right. And then if you finally do get yeah. that raise, it's like an ain't shit raise and it doesn't make any difference. But now you've got the expectation right. of having to do all this extra work because they gave you a couple exactly. more dollars an hour. Right. They gave you like a 2% bump. Right. Ugh. Still furious because you're never going to get that 5, 10, 15,000 more dollar a year that you found out your coworker was making. One time I found out that this assistant was making like $20,000 more than I was. This is like mm-hmm. years and years ago. And I was furious. And I did the exact uh-huh. thing you're not supposed to do. And I went straight to my boss and I said, this person is making X amount of dollars. And I've been here for twice as long. And I do twice as much. And my title is twice as important as hers. How are oh, we going to fix this? And he said, and did they fix it. No, he said, you just lost all your yeah. leverage. Get out of my <laughs> office. <laughs> so Oh, that sucks. So advice to anyone listening, if you find out how much money someone else is making, do not repeat it. Just make your case independent. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to come up and come up with, you got to get yourself a strategy. Well, Molly seems like she's got a strategy, so I'm not worried about her. Yeah. Well, that involves going to a hockey game. Yeah. With the bosses in the skybox. You know, that social schmooze is real and that's work because it's, it's hard and it's, and it's irritating trying to spend your like out of office hours with office people and trying to impress them and be interested in their bullshit. Right. Exactly. You have to do all this performance art again. And then it's like for the benefit of what, how much is that raise really going to be? We'll see. Hopefully something. But I think it's more for her. I think it's just more of actually feel i don't think it's a money thing really i think it's more of a it's it's just the principle i think that she wants to feel equally valued and on an equal playing field as her 
you know, her white male counterpart. I think it doesn't have anything to do with the money for her. I will, I think, equal parts money. I think all of that I agree with the principles. But make sure that these checks and commas are in the right place. Well, give me a couple more zeros. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, I'm sure she's fine with that, too. But I think that, like, primarily, it's a a matter... she wants some respect put on her name. Mm-hmm. Put some respect on her name. Yeah. And a couple extra zeros at the exactly. end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> on the left side of the decimal point, don't get cute <laughs> with your math right. games. Yeah. Talking about you can have all the zeros you want on this side of the decimal. Right. On the right side. Um, I will say one of the things I really like about this show is that it's shot in LA and so I recognize all of these spots. I have been to those hockey games in the box seats at the Staples Center. And even though it's cold up in there, it it can be cold up there. But I saw um, uh, Kanye West watch the throne from the box up there. Been to some Clippers Mm -hmm. games. Like it's nice when they roll that dessert cart around. You forget about everything. Oh yes. Oh oh yes. Okay. So she's not probably see the thing is she probably got knocked off of her whole you know raise hustle when they brought out the the tea and the crumpets right with those lobster rolls. This looks delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was too busy thinking about the lobster roll joke. Yeah. In, in the lunchroom the next day. I mean, that was a good joke, but that's inevitably how that shit goes. You have a oh, moment at a social event, you try to recall it at work, and they're like, uh, what you they're said? Like, new phone, who this? Exactly. exactly. It's not right, but it's okay, I guess. <sighs> right. Can't win for losing. Speaking of, yeah, the show and just all of the LA landmarks and things like that, it is definitely a show that is completely characteristically LA, and they make they make sure that you know that. Yeah, and I was thinking like the Randy's Donuts. Mm-hmm. I pass by it all the time when I go in and out of LAX, but I have never been to never Randy's. Been Donuts. Have you been? Never I been there. Never been there. I need to know about these donuts. Uh, yeah, because it shows up a lot. Yeah, I don't. It shows up everywhere, know. but I always, I'm always under the impression that they're just like a dry, old, dusty, crusty. Nasty Here's donut. the thing about LA donuts. Not mm-hmm. that good. And if you really want a good, like, fresh one, you got to go to Koreatown. Go to one of those Koreatown bakeries and, hmm. like, get there first thing in the morning because they're light and fluffy and airy. But if you want a good cake donut, you're shit out of luck. And they just really, really and I've yeah. got a lot of donut opinions in, about Los Angeles. I'll say this last thing. Uh, I'm strictly Dunkin' Donuts because they are back in action here in Los Angeles. They were gone for like over a decade. And if you want a chocolate glazed donut, you that's the only place you go. That's, that's the only the place I go. Only place, that's the donut. only place you can get one. And I always tell right. people that and they're like, that's not true. And I'm telling you not to be confused with the chocolate frosted. That is a different thing. The chocolate glazed is Dunkin' Donuts exclusive. You got to go I like there. the chocolate frosted too, honestly. I know they're delicious, but the thing is you can get them everywhere. You can, but I like that one from Dunkin' Donuts the best. But yeah, you're right. The chocolate glaze, that's where but you know what? I feel like I I feel like there was like an announcement from like Krispy Kreme that now they're doing a chocolate frosted. Oh really? Or chocolate glaze. You might want to check that out. I feel like I just no 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 I, a chocolate frosted. Like chocolate oh, frosting. No. They oh well yeah, Krispy Kreme has had the chocolate frosted for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Also the Krispy Kreme is chocolate, a chocolate frosted. I don't know. It's yeah, a whole maybe. It's a whole See, the vernacular is tricky, but I feel like the Krispy Kreme donut is a different thing. And once again, we're getting sidetracked. (laughs) So easily distracted. Wait a minute. Well, I get so hungry when I talk about like those things. I know, that's true. But wait a minute. Can we just ask one more donut question? Sure. Have you been to Voodoo Donuts? Because wasn't this? No, that's the new thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's here yet, um, but I know it was coming and I need to reinvestigate that because that was supposed to be part of my summer reading. 
Right. You're supposed to go get yourself a voodoo donut. Yeah. I'm going to look into that this week. Hopefully I'll have an answer for you by the next time we record. Yeah. There was like a maple glaze bacon situation. That there always okay. is. Anyway, back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> back to the matter at hand. It wouldn't be us if we didn't talk about other things. Though. If we especially didn't spend 30, 30 minutes and talking about donuts. Right. Right. Um, so okay isa's got the wine down this is obviously like one of the most sitcommy things i think that has happened on this show where it's like we're gonna throw a party and it's really a party booby trap and try to get uh your man back Mm -hmm. this could be an episode of friends or i was gonna say this could be an episode of like freeze company but yeah i guess maybe friends too yeah and i'm not gonna get sidetracked (laughs) with talk about like the all black friends spoof that came out like last week but i really think we should talk about that at some point in time anyway okay (laughs) Um, so yeah the party's on they're they're having their um they're having their wine kelly's there who else is there kelly's the best kelly and tiffany um, kelly and tiffany and and tiffany's husband lauren what's his name miguel he looks like Uh, miguel he does look like miguel he looks he he looks like that comedian al madrigal um and Issa's surprise brother. Right. So we get a mall up in the up in the house. That is brand new information. It's like a mall. Well, I mean, there's not he didn't really have much much work I to know. do. With he, episode, yeah, it didn't but... really have anything to do. And I was like, is this a character we're supposed to remember? Because he didn't make much of an impression. He didn't really make much of an impression, but I assume that due to Tiffany's snapation of her hands, that he's gay. That's the only thing. Yeah, I can from that. that's true. <laughs> she did throw in like an extra like, like Z formation snap around the world back snap. Yeah, right. It was a Two full snaps and yeah, Z formation on film. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm I'm assuming that I think I'm I'm assuming that I'm all scared. Yeah, and also his apparent rivalry with his feud with Kelly, which is kind of funny. That they were like funny. arguing about some sort of coat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Happy yeah, to see so them all. Issa's not interested in mixing. She's got her eye on the no, door she, waiting for Lawrence to show up. Right. She's hoping that he just comes right through that door. But instead of Lawrence, we end up getting a gaggle of Crips that come through the door. Yeah, Bone and Thugs and Harmony. Thug Yoda. Right. Thug mm-hmm. Yoda comes through with his crew. And, and they're there. And um, we get some music, some tunes. They get a little prescription marijuana. <laughs> Right. And they, we, we get a complimentary choreographed crip walk. Yeah, I mean it was pretty clean. It was really clean, and he dusted off the he dusted off his chucks too yeah. in the process. So I wasn't mad at that, but then they literally burned the place down. They really and, blew the entire place. And up. she loses her deposit in that moment. <laughs> it's done. It's cashed out. Yeah, bank account on e, life on e, deposit gone. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kitchen wall. I kind of felt that. I felt that in my heart when I saw that big old smoke stain on the wall in the ceiling. Oh, "Oh, fuck. What are you going to do? That's on wallpaper. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Like, how do you how do you fix that? And that that wallpaper looked like it was from like the 70s. So you can't just head over to like they don't make that anymore. No, they don't make that pattern anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's not available. No. Anyway. So yeah, she was asked out. No Lawrence, busted up house, and now she's got to clean it all up. Yeah. Although I will say, I will say the party might have been a bust, but her getting ready montage was kind of everything. 
when she was getting her looks together for the wind down and practicing her banter in the mirror. Yes, and I'm not a cheater, uh, cheater anymore. Let's pray together. That was so funny. And also her 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 faux uh, Kwanzaa, her faux her faux Kwanzaa names that she was putting out there too. Mm-hmm. Buya Kasha. Buya Kasha. In Ulima. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's devout. She She's is true. Clearly. Um. Anyway, so Lawrence eventually shows up the next day. Yeah, mm-hmm. a day late and a dollar short per usual because he's trifling and ain't shit. And then he claims he left some shit in the bathroom, which was right. a lie. She should have been like, what shit? Itemized Well, list. do we know? Maybe, he, maybe it was like some, a contact lens case or something. He put it in his pocket. From three months ago? Know. He can't see for three months? <laughs> well, clearly he can't because he would be with Issa if he could see. Right. Uh, so he dips back in to grab something from the bathroom. Uh, comes out empty-handed because there was nothing in there. Mm-hmm. Smoke screen. Smoke screen. And then he grabs what he really wanted real quick before he steps out the door. And I mean real quick. Yeah, that was intense. It was intense. So he hits it. But I think it was, I mean, this was like a literal, like, hit it and quit it situation. It was an actual drive-by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he didn't even stop the car. I think he crip walked on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, but you know what? Trifling. Trifling. But she mess, liked it. Messy. Messy. Yeah. Oh, man. That was, a, that was an intense first episode. And especially leaving it like that. It's like, whoa. I think we're going to be in for a lot of surprises. A, a lot of dramatics. Coaster. Right. And I hope a lot more Matrixy moves from Lawrence. Yeah. Well, well I don't think he put in all that body work for nothing. No. Mm-mm, no. Yeah, I think he's really sort of reveling in it this season. And I'm sure, like, the HBO, like, production department or whatever, the finance department, they paid for that gym membership. They paid for they sure that did. trainer. Equinox, here you, you go. You better show up. That's right. Yeah. Attendance is mandatory. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that body. Yeah. In the next couple episodes. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I, yeah, I'm not mad at the body, but he, he, that character, really annoys me. I'm strictly so hard not Team Lawrence. And I don't understand how anybody can be on the fence. But they're just young kids. Maybe they're just figuring it out. And maybe we'll, they'll figure it out by the end of the season. Okay. okay. <coughs> we'll see what happens. But right now, he's in, like, your trifling. He, you, you just have thrown him in the trifling basket. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, Okay, so that was episode one. Episode two, hella questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we open up with Molly and Issa. Molly's hitting her with all the questions. And she's like, you fucked? Who started it? Who <laughs> Have you talked since? Like, this is how you can tell she's an actual lawyer because she gets right down to business. Business Right, Bob. she asks all the pertinent questions. Exactly. Snatches the phone. Because she asked them, was it like, was it like a... I don't. I forget exactly what she said, but was it like was it like a sexy fuck or was it like a fuck you fuck? Right. Like, please clarify. Right. For I need the to record, know how it went down. She takes her phone. She's like, "Yeah, I, this isn't even a question. It's not even open ended." And you sent this one during rush hour, and you know he's a safe driver. Like, <laughs> right. building a case. Like, doesn't make this is this is yeah. She's Can like, you I do overruled, anything right? Uh, overruled. Yeah. Anyway. So they're trying to make sense of the whole thing. And I don't think that they really gleaned anything from that. There's a whole bunch of confusion, a lot of question marks. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we cut the Lawrence getting his fitness on. 
Right. He's, the I mean, he's always at a gym. It's like, we get it. You lift, bro. This, we got it. This certainly isn't the Equinox, though. This is like, you know, Uncle Carl's uh, garage or whoever. Right. Yeah. Flipping but he's still getting it down in. in the marina. I guess, you know, all, all you need is some body weight. Yeah, and exactly. He's, like, he's got an app, I guess. Or an old, like, car engine that he's, like, pushing up, you know? I don't know why he irritates me so much. It just does. I know. You were so anti-Lawrence. I am anti I feel like there's some redeeming qualities about him, though. Tell me, and name one. That, name three. Uh, and uh, none okay, of them can yeah. be the body. Okay, none of them can be the body. Well, he's a, he's a he's great at computer science. Okay, he's got a skill set. He's got a skill set. Uh, he went to Georgetown. He's educated. Fact. That's oh, that's true. I guess part of the skill set, though, right? Uh, no, I'll, um, I'll accept those as two separate entries. And. Yep. Um, Trail goes cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Um. Anyway, Molly gets back in therapy, right? Mo- Molly is Molly back on the fainting couch with Iyanla. I- she is, and now she's got real problems. She's mad now. <laughs> Last time she was exactly where she was supposed to be, and this time she's like, Iyanla can't jot down the notes fast enough. Right. She's like, I work harder is than she- everybody. It's a boys' club. It's not fair. Right. I want my reparations. Right. She's like, you know, she's trying to figure it out. Yeah. But she's like, I the good it. doctor though doesn't have much of much. Isn't giving her much direction though. I don't think. No. She's like, you say should too much. Did you ever think right. about that? Do you hear often you What's say should? All this magical thinking. Yeah. What's going on here? And she's like talking about check. Can you write, can you write my, right. uh, our time's up and you owe you me leave? $400. Right. <laughs> exactly. So like, okay, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is it we don't take obamacare so no make sure my zeros are right <laughs> yeah was that the thunder that was thunder wow i know this is when the girls go to the art show right they end up okay. at the uh, at tiffany's art show for her client what does what? tiffany do i don't know maybe she's like an art gallery an art dealer or something or maybe she's like a curator i'm not sure yeah who knows yeah, but I think she's kind of like in like a bougie art world thing. So yeah, it's a glamorous really young person her. job somehow. Right, she's got right. It That's like a magical her constant young person job. Tight slick ponies. So Issa tells the girls that Lawrence came by, and now she doesn't want to go out. She's not going to be hitting the club scene because she's like maybe there's a chance that they could get back together, and she wants to be ready and waiting for when he comes back around. Right, yeah. but then Kelly drops a bomb on her. Is it Kelly? Yeah, at cue the thunder. <laughs> Lawrence has been seeing another girl. Right. Unbeknownst. Unbeknownst. Yeah. Uh, so Issa thought that, you know, he came by with the drive-by, and that was like opening the door, and he's going to yeah, go his way back into her there. life. And Tiffany thinks that's great. She's like, you know, all couples go through stuff, good and bad. Derek lived in a hotel and, for half of last year. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, she talks about how what she now? like nerdy, how she and nerdy Miguel had a falling out last year. Yeah, the best Western, or probably like the Ritz Carlton because they're so bougie. Right, and that's all she's going to say about that. She's like, we are right. fine now. Wait, what happened? <laughs> we are fine today. <laughs> right, um, but Kelly, I love. She keeps it real, and she's like, you know what? He was sleeping on your couch for two years in them dirty pajamas, trying to work on his business plan, in huge quotation marks. Fuck him. Move on. That's a friend. Thank you, Voice of Reason Kelly. Yeah. 
I mean, she might be going to jail for fucking up people's tax returns, but that's a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there, this is like a recurrent theme in, in this show is like taxes, checks, zeros, and money. Well, Banking. these are real life issues. These are real, these, the, my mind, my mind's on my money, my money's on my mind. Constantly. And I guess it's apparent on, it, this is the case on Insecure too. That's why it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. So Issa finds out that uh, Lawrence has, fi- uh, has been seeing Tasha from the bank. And then, boop, they find her on the internet and they start tearing her down, talking about her lace front, doing too much, and that she only talks right. in emojis. <laughs> and then she's back in the mirror rapping, talking about what she's going to do next. Right. Yeah. What was that rap about? She's like, um, call me Lifetime because I'm going to bring the drama. Oh, right. She's she like, said I'm going to get about, my like, man go back. Go high, go low, Michelle Obama. Yeah, fuck going high, I'm going to go low. Yeah, she's really she's really ready for this now. She's ready for the battle. She's ready to fight. It was fight music. She's like, spaghetti, spaghetti. Monica, uh, Molly comes in. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> like, right. Pull that bitch up. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to then her going over to Lawrence's homeboy's place. Yep. She and she's trying to find room. out where Lawrence is because she's about to drop the bomb on him that she knows what's been going on. Do you think that's what she went over there to do? Well, what else would she be going over there to do? I think probably just to seduce him and maybe play dumb. I don't think she was going hmm. over to confront him. I think she was just trying to act fast before, you know, No, Tasha. but that was like a conversation walk up those stairs. And she was like holding her purse, clutching her purse really close to her, like, you know, in the oh, crux of her arm. Interesting take. Like she was going, she was going to have like, uh, you know, real serious conversation that wasn't like a sensual seductive like saunter up the stairs that was like a court walk like she was going oh, to, really you know, it was a, i had to get away with murder viola it really was it was like a little like a litigation stroll up witness the for the prosecution walk i got gotcha. you exactly interesting i didn't see it that exactly. way but now i can see it now yeah there was nothing sexy about that situation. no that was a very terse exchange too between her and chad he was right. not giving anything away he wasn't. All he wanted to know was what she was doing with her hair because it's so beautiful. It's I see that growth, bit. that new growth. I see yeah. the edges. That was, <laughs> was really disrespectful. And mane and tail. Disrespectful. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Sipping on that beet juice, Neo's beet juice. Get out of here. Right. Mm-hmm. He is funny, though. I do enjoy that character. Yeah, that is a funny character. Yeah. Lawrence isn't at home. Chad's not giving up his whereabouts. And then we drop in on Lawrence with Tasha watching the Ninny show with Regina Hall. And for some reason, Scott Foley. And Scott Foley. It's like, this is so, this is interesting. It is interesting. Do we know the name of the show? I guess I'm just calling it um, like the Ninny Files. The Ninny Files. Yeah, I don't know. Ninny, like Ninny learns to read or, or something like that. Well, right. Well, the well, Miss Massa from the first episode, because I think that like the we first see the show, the show within the show in episode one, mm-hmm. and she's with Miss Massa, and Miss Massa's like, if I catch that's not a cookbook and it's a regular book, I'm gonna you're gonna you know lose a foot or something crazy like that. <laughs> right. I yeah, I don't know. I feel like the show within the show needs needs a little more definition, but I like that this is like a new thing on these black series because we had the same thing in Dear White People. They had defamation, well, right? I yeah. like these sort of parody shows. And I love Regina well, Hall, so any chance to see her is is a win, is a win for us, for is sure. A win, yeah. For sure. Did you see Girls Trip yet? I haven't seen Girls Trip yet. 
I'm getting over. I, I'm I'm getting over a bit of a cold this weekend. I thought it was going to happen this weekend, but it did. All right. Okay. Well, but I, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Homework out assignment. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Lawrence and Tasha they're they're watching the Nini show with Scott Foley and Regina Hall, and Tasha asks him if he wants to go to the family barbecue. No pressure. And Lawrence is like, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool." Also, I slept with my ex. It was an accident. Right. It just happened. <sighs> Tasha wasn't ready for that. Trifling. But you know what? Go Tasha. She kicks him out of the apartment. Yeah. She was like, she was like, okay, well, what does that mean? You slept with your ex. What does that mean about us? And he's like, well, I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry. And she's like, well, right now it means you need to go. And I was like, yeah, Tasha. Yeah, go Tasha. Not just like a swooping pterodactyl trying to pick off someone's ex-boyfriend's seconds exactly She's so zaddy zaddy had to go back to the flat with mm-hmm. his best friend back to that air mattress see there you was later. no smashing right there was just crashing on the air mattress that night meanwhile lisa sat home alone scrolling through the gram uh stalking tasha on the internet just getting really crazy with it furious um, checking out her photos jalapeno poppers jalapeno poppers that was fun that was so funny um but eventually she makes her way to the bank yeah takes it too far stumbles across her linkedin and finds out where she works now that is the right. danger of everybody being so accessible on social media right don't put your business out there if you don't are, get it all out there, don't yeah. put yourself on Front Street like that because mm-hmm. then you have people coming to your job looking for you. Right. If like, your personal life is at all it. messy, keep your social media cleaned up and on yeah. lockdown, check your privacy settings so that complete strangers can't come and find right. you at can't work. Roll up on you. <laughs> yeah, it is not a good look. We go back to that conversation about your raise. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she hits the bank, but. Well, she fantasizes about hitting Tasha, but it doesn't really happen. Yeah, she, she goes and makes a deposit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, does she go in there? She actually does go in there? No, she, she doesn't go in there, just in her mind, but it was a beautiful oh, okay. scene. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah The screaming in the background. Kicks it, in, <laughs> kicks it in the parking lot and fantasizes about beating that ass, but it doesn't happen. No, fortunately, because she'd have been arrested. I mean, well, we haven't really checked in on like what she's doing at work. With the We Got Y'all program. They're struggling. They seem to be struggling. Her and Frida, I guess they're all at a new school now. And, you know, they're not really getting the kids. They don't really have the kids. The kids aren't going to the, aren't really interested in the program. So they don't don't have anybody right now. Right. They're not showing up. They're trying to figure out how to make it work. The teachers aren't being supportive because the teachers are behind themselves. That first episode, they're like, can you encourage these kids to show up? And she's like, I'm the art teacher teaching math, so I need to go tutor myself on these programs. Right. She's like, I've got to read like 20 chapters of geometry, so I got to go. But I don't have time for this. The principal is completely racist against Latinos. Yeah. Talking about overpopulated and we need to build a wall and get them to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. craziness. But Lisa's got her selective hearing on. Fruita's got her brow, her like eyebrows raised. And right. Lisa's like, Frida, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear it. Frida's not here for any of that racism. And Issa just kind of wants to keep her head down and just try to take, you know. It's like, can we just take make this win. work? Can we just, right. She's just have trying something to get, good happen? Get, get it done. Get the job done. Yeah. I mean, 
It's a little. That's kind of. Trash. I'm Team Frida on that though. Yeah, Come on, you, you can't let that go. I mean, you're going home too, and you're stress watching Thirteenth with Frida, and right. and contacting Ava Duvernay on the on Twitter over Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I kind of love Frida. She's like, I know I like Frida that too. the oppressed can't be the oppressor. I love her. She's got like her. It's not a wig, but it looks like a heavy, like a Kathy Ireland, like thickness and curl grade wig. That's true. She's got she a does little have bit a of a munchkin face. Of hair I love it. I mean, that's mane and tail. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we talk for about sure. Frida's edges, please, for a minute? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just incorporate Frida's hair into it too. Yeah, because it's got a, it's got its own story. It's also important. it does have it does have a unique story, but I think it, her story is pretty one note. I don't think we're going to get much variance in her hair this season. No, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, we might get a braid fun. every now and then. <laughs> we might get a French braid in there, but you know, that's nothing to really. Does you know, Frida get a blowout this season? Will we see that? Ever? Um, if they go to like another charity event, I'm sure that Frida will do a blowout in like an updo or something. I'm sure. going to hold out for that because I'd really like to see that. Okay, well, if it does happen, it'll be very exciting for you. Yes. Um. So, Molly, uh, Issa's doing her own recon. She goes to check out Tasha down at the bank. Molly's also doing recon, trying to see what Lawrence is up to. So she drops in on him in the courtyard outside of his office. Right. They do, like, a little sort of, like, bump in. And yeah. she kind of, like, checks the temperature and sees, you know, goes to check and see what's going on with him. Right. Which, by the way, that courtyard, they're talking about uh, this um, the films in L.A. and we know all the landmarks. I used to work in that building. I used to get coffee Did in that really? spot. Yeah. That's in Century City. That's over by the CAA See, building. You are, Molly. You are. I love it. Uh, the parallels. The parallels are nonstop. Molly now, is my life a, goals. You just need a blunt bob. I am be... in endless pursuit of the perfect blunt bob. <laughs> uh, when well, I come I to visit you, we're going to get that it. worked out. Yeah. Um, so she's asking Lawrence, you know, how are you? Issa's still got feelings. What's going on? Is this thing broken? Or are you are you going to get it back together? She's really trying to broker a deal. Now, Molly is a good friend because she's working. She's putting in the hours at work. She's doing the social, the social mixing at the Staples right, game. She's going to therapy. She's going to therapy. And she's doing this extra. She's billing like extra hours to Issa trying to fix her broken relationship doing drive bys all afternoon. Well, no, this you know this is all pro bono cuz it's her girl, but I mean Molly's putting in all these extra hours. She's got to be exhausted. No wonder she's in therapy. Yeah, well no wonder she's not dating because she doesn't have any time. She's she got she time. To. She's got time. Yeah. Meanwhile, Issa's still hiding out in the parking lot. It's funny when uh she sees Tasha walk by and she slams the seat back down. Yeah. That well, that's great. what's so like endearing about Issa and like just like her character because you know we have these fantasy sequences where she's like really strong and you know that's juxtaposed to her kind of being like this like being who she is being kind of like awkward and just you know um, awkward and weird and just like you know unable to actually successfully do the things that she kind of wants to do like in her like fantasy life you know yeah yeah. I mean that. I guess that is all of us. I, that's all of us. You know, we they all sound the so much better in our head. And yeah, exactly. Wrapping and put on different lip glosses, mm-hmm. rhyming booty with ju- uh, jury duty. You know, <laughs> you jury booty, stupid. <laughs> but Molly has the bad news to bear, and she tells her that 
Lawrence has moved on. So, yep, moved on. Not interested. Don't call here no more. Mm-mm. I'm done. We're done. It's over. So it was a fuck you fuck. Right. Trifling. Hmm. So anyway, Lawrence shows up in the street back at Tasha's house talking about, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Getting this boys to man on. You deserve better. And, you know, it's over between me and Issa. And Tasha's like, whatever. Right. It's your ex. We never said she's we were like, exclusive. And now I'm busy like trying I'm to cool. eat. Yeah. Right. She's like, I've got some ham hocks on the stove, so I got to go. Yeah. Was that but it? But before you go. Yep. But before you go. She goes, are you hungry? <laughs> oh, it's like, Tasha, so. no! <laughs> no, Tasha, no! Oh, she was so strong. She put up a, I was going to say she put up a good fight. She talked a good game for two scenes. She really did, but... Mm-hmm. Everyone's broken. Yep. Oh, well. Nobody, that left nobody on here is uh, guilty of making all the right decisions. That is for sure. No, 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 one, no one really knows what they're doing here. It's not a mess. Yeah. So Lawrence is back with Tasha, and Issa's back at home, deep in that swipe life. And she's on Bumble then, or Fumble or Stumble. She's on one of them, but she's just trying to fuck. And that's basically closes out that episode. Yeah. It's a new chapter. <sighs> It's a new day. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, like she said, she's on her ho shit. She is on her ho shit. I mean, well, that, that, yeah. Well, for Issa, though, well, going into episode three doesn't necessarily work out for her. (laughs) Really doesn't. I mean, not everybody's cut out to ho like that. No. Hoeing ain't for everybody. Ho takes a certain type of heart. (laughs) You got to have a ho heart. It does. Do the thing. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's trying to get, I guess, hoe lessons. So she's hitting up Molly to see if she can help. <laughs> right. She's like, she wants like a hoe and z- sensei or something. Yeah. Because we see at the beginning of the next episode, episode uh, three, Hella Open, um, mm-hmm. we see her in the middle of an awkward hookup and she can't stop giggling and she's talking about your fingers are weird and maybe we should do this for like another time. <laughs> guys like i kind of thought like this was going to be a sure thing because if this is the guy that she texted trying to fuck and now she's up there in his house in like a state of undress yeah he got a, yeah yeah i mean you sent all those signals and now you're like you know what i gotta go your fingers are too weird what does that even mean i was right. trying to Oops. look at his fingers were they pointing in all different directions were they, were they like sizes? some Michael Strahan fingers or something? Like, was it like a Jimmy Fallon finger? Oh, please don't be a Jimmy Fallon finger. Oh, I hope it's never a Jimmy Fallon finger. Never, I look ever. at that finger on television and I still get really nervous. That it's I do too. And they don't do close up on, close ups on his hands. They really don't because yeah. it's just it's really just two band aids and like you know uh, some some bubble gum. Yeah, kind of it's popsicle it sticks, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't trust HD to like not give me nightmares yeah i'm like oh my god the rock's gonna be on tonight is he gonna try to shake that hand because then it's because <laughs> then it's just dust and then the wind <laughs> just crumbles mm-hmm. um i also was thinking like maybe he's got those remember that Kristen wig character from snl with the high forehead and the tiny hands yes maybe he has like a baby hand yeah like what is wrong with this guy's hands that she had to run out of the hookup 
mid hook. Maybe he just has like rough, rough, rough palms. And the skin is just really dry. And that's just kind of, that's, I don't know. There, on the skin. Speaking of rough palms, there is a um, formulation of, do you, are you familiar with Gold Bonds, the lotion? Yes. They have a, a formulation called Rough and Bumpy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and I tried it one time because I was like, this got to be heavy duty. My 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 ankles are not going to be ashy. Miss Trudy is not going to catch me. Right, so let me try this stuff. There is such a thing as too strong. This is like some kind really? of like chemical shit. Do, if you ever see it in the store, don't get rough and bumpy. It's too much. What does it like file your stuff down? Does it like get down? It might as well burn. It's got an unnatural smell, like whatever. It's Ooh. chemical. You know those like oil of Olay commercials, and they're pouring creams and like flowers into it, and you're like, it doesn't dry out your skin. It's a miracle. Oh. This is not that. This might as well come with a little biohazard stamp on it, right? Because it's like hmm. this is gonna burn off whatever's on your feet, right? It just melts anything off your feet. Well, yeah. you know, speaking of that, well, maybe it has the same ingredient as that thing called that Japanese baby foot thing. Maybe it does. I'm afraid of whatever Can I that tell is. You about that? I got one of those on Amazon. I got oh, a baby foot. Boy, I'm afraid of ordering any Japanese products from Amazon. Did I go on that? Did I take you on that journey about the whole baby? No, you foot did not. Experience? But I can only imagine what what happened. It's so crazy. It's like basically, you know, like when an anaconda sheds its skin. It's like crazy what happens to your foot. It's like a butterfly coming out of like a you know, like a cocoon. How it's many crazy. colors does it turn? It doesn't. I mean, like it. It basically is like some sort of weird like acid booty that you put on your foot. So it's like a bag. Yeah, it, it's a bag. Your, yeah, okay. it's like two little booty bags okay. that you put your feet into, and you like you tape the bags up, and you let your feet sit in there for an hour, and nothing actually happens. Like, well, you shower it off, and then your feet like look normal but then as the days go on like the first <laughs> layer of skin starts to just like bubble and oh, peel up no. and then you're just like peeling and the skin just like peels it like sheds like a whole layer of like skin it's it's like the craziest thing i don't but, like that i mean it's i mean you can't really have like an intimate relationship with anyone when you're going through baby foot. No one wa- like, How long does it take for all the, the layers of peels to come off? Like a week. A week. I don't like that. Can you wear socks? Can you wear shoes? Do you have to just wear I Birkenstocks mean, for pro- a week? I mean, I would probably go to bed with socks. Is like this like my week sock. in Tevas? How do you go to work? Like, you can't go to Tevas. You can't go, go in Tevas. But no, I don't want my that. shoes to fill up with skin. Oh, well, but but you don't want to people to actually, you don't want to reveal that to the you public. You take either. a week I off think of you work. Want like a, like a, I think you want like a mid-calf chuckaboo or something to just cover <laughs> it all. Like, no one needs to see that. <laughs> it just like, you know, hold on for dear life for a week. Wow. Okay, but, but at the, the end of the week. done, mm-hmm. the reveal, the skin, it's, it is like a baby's butt. Like, your heel is like a baby butt. That's interesting. It's so soft and supple. But don't try to like run. Don't go for a run. (laughs) Your like nerve endings. You've got neuropathy. Forget it. Oh yeah. You're a diabetic. You're you're gonna lose a foot. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna lose a foot. Nanny. Nanny, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do it, Nanny. Oh wow. That's what Miss Massey was gonna do. She was just gonna put some baby feet. You could get baby feet. For like a for like two days. Like she just keep the booty on. If I catch you reading, (laughs) you're gonna just melt the whole foot off. See, you ordered a bag of like radioactive seawater from Japan on Amazon, and I'm surprised it got right. through customs. 
<laughs> it did. You're braver than I. I don't know if I could do it. Well, you know, it's all about like the the Asian beauty product, the Korean beauty products. I know they have these like tar toothpaste for your teeth. Like they have all kinds of tricks that I'm sure work, but I just need, I need the government to step in and tell me it's safe. Right. You want the FDA to give their like sign of approval before you go ahead and put on like the eel snot mask, right? Yes. Yes. Even if that FDA sticker doesn't mean anything, I need it to be there. Right. Just so you have a little bit of reassurance. Interesting. Baby foot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to file that somewhere. I may revisit it because there's nothing nicer than a smooth foot. It, it's really, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's really nice. It might be a risk worth taking. I just get so nervous. <laughs> I forgot where we were once again. I sidetracked. Know, I'm sorry. What were we talking about? We were talking about. Issa had an awkward hookup. How did we get to this foot thing? I don't know. Oh, he had a weird baby finger, rough palms. Oh, wait, That's what a it was. baby finger. That was a damn baby finger. We have barely even gotten scratched the surface. Of yeah, this we've been talking for we 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm. So, awkward hookup next day. Issa's going to work. Can we talk about her jeans? I was not into these yes, jeans okay. this episode. I was really, I was really tried kind of, by these jeans. Yeah, I was concerned about these jeans. Like the high bell bottom, the high waisted cropped bell bottom. Yeah, that like boyfriend then, wrangler. It, yeah, yeah. Like the, and then that like weird chunky heel. Like she was trying to give us like a retro nineties moment, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, that was kind of a miss for me. That was a miss. For right, me. it was tough, and it was yeah, distracting. that was a hard one. I was like, I I can't roll with you on this one. Yeah, I don't think usually can. love the looks on this show, but I couldn't with this one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the jeans, and then she got a noise violation. <laughs> Step, right, she got in yeah. trouble for that crazy Step party. Yeah, or it might have been a noise violation for them jeans. I don't know. That's right, because they were loud. Yeah, um, but everyone got one to look like on her door, including uh, Eddie, who came to the party. Eddie got one, too. We're going to see a little bit more of Eddie as the episode yeah, moves on. probably too much. Oh, yeah. I got a lot. You know, that there was a lot of revelations with Eddie that mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So what else happens? Molly goes back to the office. She's Skyping into Chicago, looking for extra work, trying to get a side hustle on. Right. Well, she's trying to do some OT so she can catch up with, old, uh, you know. Travis. With her. Travis. Yeah. Who's really trying to, like, shift down. He's not trying to take on any more work. Right. She's taking on all the work and he's not even caring. Yeah. Um, Issa's at work. We got y'all is packed. They got full attendance. The principal came through. They got support. But now it's too black. <laughs> Frida's like, we right. need to balance these demographics. Yeah, the demos are off. So Frida's really not like happy about it. But again, Issa's like, you know what? Shut you your mouth. Just take it. Shut up, Frida. Take the win. <laughs> Frida's take like, the win, Frida. calling all amigos and amigas. <laughs> yeah and jesus is like relax yeah just chillax frida mm-hmm. i don't know how long can she stay at we got y'all though until she just like we'll call it quits i wonder frida or isa isa i um, think frida will be there i think frida will eventually become the director of we got y'all i was gonna say frida's a lifer she's all about this social justice I don't think we're going to be done with We Got Y'all until we get a special Michelle Obama cameo, which will probably be somewhere in season three. 
Interesting. Okay. That's that's what I predict. Here <laughs> is my favorite thing about We Some, Got like, Y'all. What's that? And it is the ginger permed mullet that her boss is rocking. Yes. And when well, she says you, you can see... do it, put your back into it. Oh, man. <laughs> God, just so wildly inappropriate, but so right. Right. Yeah. You can't hate, you can't hate someone who, who At all. quotes an Ice Cube mm-hmm. song, right? No. Now, did you ever watch the original um, YouTube series and the, the, the director? It was called We Got Y'all on the YouTube series as well. On the Misadventures of Aqua Black The Girl? Misadventures of Aqua Black black girl yeah okay um and the director of we got y'all also had well she didn't have just a ginger curly mullet she also had like varying hairstyles and maybe this is where Issa got the inspiration <laughs> to vary her hairstyles uh-huh. but there were some there were some white cornrows uh i think that there were some shells in it like she kind of did the most and that was one of one of the funnier parts of that that series okay all right Callbacks. You got to go back and revisit. Yeah, I watched it, but I don't remember. I don't remember the hairstyles. It's been a minute. Though. Also, well, the the other young lady that is a part of We Got Y'all, who played her best friend on The Misadventures, is on the HBO series. Also, obviously, in sort of a smaller role, but she, Issa didn't forget where she came from. See, she helped try to help everybody come up. Rising tide lifts every boat. Hmm. Yeah. Um, we also see Lawrence at work for the first time, I feel like. Yeah, so he's at, like, whatever he's at. Google, Google, like, some yeah, kind of Google Yahoo League. News, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's at Ask Jeeves. He's somewhere programming. Good for him. He's got a job. Proof is in it's the pudding. Doing all right. Yeah. Um, but apparently there's some kind of, like, Silicon Valley Freaknik festival or something that they all go, they've all been to. Right. And his coworkers are talking about how they all, like, get drunk and hook up. Right. And he's like, They're sorry, all- I can't come because I'm going to this barbecue to th- for this girl. I'm I'm stringing along because I'm handsome but trifling. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you should come. Get freaky. Mm-hmm. And the gears start turning. And then it's countdown to he does some more fuck shit. Mm-hmm. But I was really kind of like side-eyeing this whole thing. I'm like, why do they, re- they really, really want you to go to this thing? Like, what are they trying to do to you? Because like, are they they're really, they are, they're really pushing this like, <laughs> It's, he's so handsome. He's irresistible narrative this season, right? Yeah, like he's such a sex god. Like it's all just about in like, a his way that I and, like, don't really appreciate. Well, it does feel a little bit forced. I'll definitely say that. Like, I mean, his body looks his own point, but like, yeah, I think you're right. He doesn't necessarily exude a lot of sex appeal to me, right? Anyway, maybe I'm just a hater. <laughs> That's what I, you. I was like, let me, let me stop. Maybe I'm just hating. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully open to that possibility. Maybe I just am, but I'm just speaking my truth. I don't see it for him, and maybe I'm just because I'm so irritated by his character. You are, you're so I'm angry. Really, at I'm so anti. I am. So, there's just no question in my mind. He just is like kind of like a dorky, geeky guy to me. I like, you know, I don't even think he knows what he's doing. And like, well, his whole messiness with Tasha, I don't think he means to be like just sort of like a an asshole but he just is he has no game you know what i mean right he's got no game no swag no game he doesn't know what he's doing he's used to being in a long-term relationship but he knows that like this sort of like validates him because he was kind of schlubby he didn't have a job yeah but now he got his body tight and he's showing Issa that like 
you know, he's out of like the sort of like monotonous sort of like boredom of like being in a relationship, a sexless kind of like relationship with her. Okay. Getting in every weekend. Yeah. I think it's just sort of like a knee jerk reaction to the demise of his relationship with Issa. Okay. I, I don't think this I is necessarily a reflection that. of Lawrence. So, I, yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. I actually appreciate that perspective because I think that makes his character a little more sympathetic if I can think of him more as like the awkward black boy to her awkward black girl. Yes then I can accept more of what's happening to him and how he's like fucking all this shit up. Yeah. And I think that we see that, especially in this episode in which we'll get to when he and Tasha have their conversation. Right. Later on in the episode. Okay. Um, but before we get to that, we can't get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah. They actually go to the cookout, right? Is that the next scene? It's not the next scene, but that's coming up. The next scene I want to talk about is Molly, again, putting in extra work when she is at like some warehouse dock, picking up a bookshelf by herself Jesus. in five-inch heels, carrying a bookshelf down the hills on her cell phone and drinking a latte. She wants to prove that she can do it all. She doesn't need anyone's help. That thing looked really heavy. It looked really, really heavy. Really heavy. Very skinny. Skinny. Were, yeah, I didn't know if there was gonna, th- those heels were going to support all that weight. I didn't but think so. But she made so. it down the hill. She did. She must have been on her toes because those heels would have yeah, snapped. It's not like a wedge. Structurally no, it sound. Wasn't like a, it wasn't like a heavy wedge. No. no. Yeah. What's she doing? And also, well, <laughs> what's she doing getting it in like the box like why didn't she get delivery these are the things get that, that shit delivered she's trying to cram it into her well her like c-class she's driving like a mercedes coupe or something whatever she was driving that box was not going to fit into this that. makes me think that she doesn't make she makes like less than half of what yeah uh travis makes right because like number one she's shopping at cb2 and not getting delivery <laughs> or the white glove service where they go ahead and put it together for you right like at this point in time of her life as a lawyer she should be able to get the white glove delivery service. Exactly. She's got a nice little office there. She ain't got time for that. No. She's got billable hours to work on. Yeah. She can't be putting no. like pegs in like old, you know, fiberboard and trying to put a bookshelf together. No, trying Crazy. to read these, these, uh, well, I was going to say these Swedish instructions. It wasn't Ikea because she is a lawyer. It was still CB2, but I mean, not CB2. She should be at Crate and Barrel. She should be at West She Elm. really should be. Like, uh, yeah, like, CB2 is like the te- the teenage like kid sister of Great Barrel. Right. Anyway. But she was there. It's not a good look, but she's trying to make it work and she's trying to be like self-possessed and I can appreciate that kind of you know, self-reliance, but man, don't be struggling out there. Don't be struggling. The struggle was real though. It is real real real. And then she and Isa are trying to put that shit together in her apartment while she's trying to fix her life. She's like, I fixed, I had to fire my therapist because she was getting nosy and she's too solicitous. So mm-hmm. I had to let her go. And now I'm she's putting, off in my business. Yeah. Now, how do we put this shelf my together? Life together and the shelf together at the same time? Yeah. She's like, I can handle it all myself. Also, I want to shout out to the little Brindle Frenchie just chilling in the background. Flavor Flav. Yeah. Yes. He's the cutest. I love that little Frenchie. And this is where I have to officially say that, like, I want Molly's life. That's what I want. I want the executive realness. I want the high rise luxury by night. And I want a business bottle. That's right. And the Frenchie. Did you say that? And a Frenchie. I want a Frenchie. I know we have two dogs, so I don't want them to overhear. And those power suits, too, that she rocks. Yes. I mean, she may not actually have it together, but she presents that way. And that's what's important to me. 
Yeah. And apparently that's what's important to Issa too, because she really wants her to help her with her ho shit. So. Right. She, and she's helping her work on that. She's funny. She was like, I just want to be on my Holly Berry shit. I just want to feel good. I mean, is Holly Berry on her ho shit? Is that what's going on? No, that's the quote from, um, what was the movie that won her an Oscar? Monster? Monsters Ball. Monsters that was for Monsters Ball. Ball. You know, oh, that's right. Make me feel. That's <laughs> right. How could I forget? Yeah, oh, that's where that comes from. That's a deep so she's cut. She's supposed to be on her Halle Berry. That, that went over one. my head. Oh no! I, I, that was the, I, that was. A, I got a good chuckle out of that one. Okay. All right. Um. So then they hit the club together. They're out in the club, and again, the lighting is right. We've got some. Nice violet tones. Right. Some cool blues. Mm-hmm. So the skin is popping. Mm-hmm. What's the like, moisturization budget on this? The thing, Because everyone's skin is always so flawless. There's definitely an allowance. <laughs> or maybe there's like a tie-in. You know, I just want to know. Maybe. And I got to keep an eye out for product placement. Yeah. Yeah. So is it Jergens? Is it like what is it? You know, is it Queen Helene subsidy? Is it is it a Queen Helene? Yeah. yeah what's going on? Um, <laughs> yeah, because they they all look good. I gotta say, um, she's back in her aw- awkward black girl space though, because she doesn't really know what to do with herself in the club right. environment. Which I have to say, I identify with sometimes. Sometimes you go out and you're just not feeling it, and you don't know how to make conversation, and you don't know how to walk. <laughs> Right, you can't like you can't function. See, that's always why I want to. I want to like sit down in the cut. Like I don't want to stand up. I've never been someone to stand up in the bar or the club. You know, I need to like sit down. So yeah, I can look at people. My feet already hurt as soon as I walk through the door. Exactly. You know, I just wanna, like, sit down and relax. And if my ankles hurt, if my heels are screaming, I cannot make conversation. I cannot and engage small talk with you. And if you can get a catfish basket somewhere, like she was, because she said she said she wanted to order the catfish basket. I was like, I want to go to this place. Yeah, I want the catfish I would basket go there. too. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's a spot I need to find in LA because I don't know where they were right. hanging out, but I would go there. Kiss and Grind though is coming up. Get your tickets. That's it. Well, they're all getting ready for Kiss and Grind. Yeah, is that a real thing? It is a real thing. It is a real thing. And I only just discovered it in the last, uh, like, two years. Because it's a thing I'm always talking about. Um, Well, I should say, I went to one of these things with my boss. She actually invited me to go to one at at the Sofitel by the Beverly Center in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And it was like a day party, kiss and grind. And it was all the, like, 90s R&B, like Faith Evans on 12. Like, that you could watch with all these, like professional black people just hanging out having a good time like the part that's where the party was at and i was like where are these people on like a wednesday afternoon because i see them all here but i'm gonna go back to my office and be the one or two black people in my office and one or two black right. people in the building and then just never see them again i need like, to see what them like in the day to day. You guys on? yeah i that? really want to know and it's nice that they have these parties that we can all sort of get together well, you need to like exchange business cards the next That's time you what go. Need to do. That's right. Got to be more proactive. I need <laughs> to put in some of there. that Molly work. That's what you I'm really do. do. You just need to throw that bob and that power suit on and make sure you have a good couple stack of business cards. I don't have the endless reserves of energy that she does. I'm not the Energizer Bunny. I've, I'm dragging yeah, she can a go forever. Dragging home the like box of bookshelves that I'm not getting delivered and assembling it myself. Then I'm taking a long nap and I'm having a seat. And my social game is going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so they've got Kiss and Grind. I mean, Lawrence had, like, the sexual Silicon Valley thing. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to some kind of like weird sexual networking <laughs> party on this episode. The sexual network. I love that. Like every episode, everybody is sort of on the same adventure <laughs> in a different right, flavor. Yeah, they're all yeah. on the same like frequency and wavelength. Mm-hmm. But Lawrence, duty calls or booty calls. And he needs to be getting over to old Tasha's family cookout. Because he's not really excited about going to. No, he's not. Well, he was kind of put in an awkward position, I think. Again, awkward boy, awkward girl. And he agreed to going to the cookout, even though he didn't really want to go. Then he should have said no instead of sitting there half listening while she was trying to watch How to Get Away with Murder. And he was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll go to the thing. Can we get it in? And she's like, stop touching me. Shark Tank is on. Right, right. Stop talking to me. Like, this is not going to happen. Which, again, trifling. Like, Mark Cuban is trying to, you know, give me some knowledge. About I already put my sweatpants on. You see this wrap on my head. Mm-hmm. Get your hands off of me. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. And are you going to show up and, like, bring the macaroni salad or not? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that cookout scene was really funny. The best part of it, for sure. I mean, well, you know. We we have we have Tasha there and Lawrence comes in and he's like helping like set up the speakers and the monitors and like you know get old Mimi out of the uh, you know old folks like minivan right. But what was up and like this has to be some sort of like anecdotal thing. Mm-hmm. But the flute player getting down <laughs> to the hip hop beats. Yeah, yeah. Got to be something anecdotal. Like someone has to have a story, or does, is that something that happens like in like you know like Griffith or like Echo Park? I you know like, I guess so. Jam on their flute in like I the middle gotta of the, say of the there park. is a Gelson's in Valley Village, and Gelson's is kind of like a bougie supermarket here in Los Angeles, where there is a saxophone player who stands out on the corner and he plays all of the smooth '90s like R and B jams and the smooth jazz like Kenny G jams. Like I pulled up there one day just to grab a bottle of wine before a house party, and he was straight up playing "Careless Whisper" on the soprano saxophone, and it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> I was already yeah, late to where there. I was going. Of course I did, because it was Good excellent, and I support the arts. I do, too. I've gotten to that age now where I, I'm just like, thank you for that contribution. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I like I, Whereas I am that person. If I was younger, person. I'd be like, get away from me. You, exactly. You know, you stink. Yeah, you're crazy. You can't have my quarter. Get a real like, job. You. Here you go. What an artist. I'll thank give you, you paper currency as I wrap my cardigan. <laughs> and I just pause for a moment to take in all of the culture. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so he's at the barbecue trying to fit in, doing the best he can before he can find an excuse to dip out. And he gets it pretty quickly. So he heads back on over to the, or he heads over to the sexy Silicon Cloud party because he didn't go yet. Right. Sorry. He's like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. He's like, oh, I gotta go. There's a, uh, there's a work thing. Oh, and by the way, we didn't mention that while they were at the club, that and uh, Issa's striking out, trying to make small talk with all these dudes. Oh, yes. Molly is on a date with Sterling K. Brown. Sterling uh, is, is stays employed. He I don't stays think he has working. been unemployed since like 2014. Not since he popped on the scene. No, right. he's like, I'm going to stay here, make sure I'm in everything. He went from Darden to This Is Us to this. Yeah, and apparently he was extremely motivated to be on this season of uh, Insecure. I think he texted Isa and was like, hey, let me know. I'd love to be on the season. She was like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. And just didn't really noncommittal, thought that he was maybe being polite. And he was like, no, seriously, these are my free days. Work it in. 
Wow, so, that's pretty cool. That There's like this cool. black excellence circle in Hollywood, and they all like are on WhatsApp or something. We got to get on that WhatsApp. I need to get into that. Yeah, what is that? What is the Text code? Me. Can I get a promo code? Hello. Yeah. Text me, please. Co- can we come on? Can we be on? Right. <laughs> you need to tweet Ava Duvernay. <laughs> yes. Right. I'll yeah. say something about yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um. So, oh, and another thing, this scene didn't really seem to amount to anything, except that, like, it seemed like Molly and uh, Lionel, I think is Chris Darden's character's name, uh, mm-hmm. had good chemistry, and that they would be a good match, and they had good banter, but for some reason, she's not into it. And we cut to a she's scene where she is at a cupcake shop, and she turns around and runs into a couple of old friends of hers, and they're like... I guess she gets a, a taste or a reminder of what's out there and how she doesn't really want to settle for the final guy. That aside, I will say, again, shooting in L.A., and I know all these spots, the cupcake spot she's at is at Big Man Bakes, and I was there, like, two weeks ago. Cause, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I had dinner. It's just right downtown in Los Angeles. Wait, it's called Big Moon Bakes? Big Man Bakes. Oh, Big Man Bakes. Yeah, okay. it's a cupcake shop and it's pretty good. And uh, Jack and I were having dinner across the street at the this Vietnamese restaurant called Blossom, which I believe you know. Uh, and yeah, I love me some. It's very good. And Big Man Bakes is right across the street. And so after dinner, we went over there for some dessert. And if you hear in this scene, um, they're talking about the cupcakes. And she's like, oh, what are the specials today? And she goes, oh, there's an Almond Joy cupcake. Well, when I went in there that day, the special cupcake, there was an Almond Joy one and there was a Mounds one. And I said to the girl behind the counter, I go, oh, Almond Joy's got nuts. And she goes, yeah, almonds. And there was a long pause and she just blinked at me. And then you were like, you damn millennial. I was so furious. And then I go, oh, mounds don't. And she goes, no, they don't. (laughs) And then I said, because sometimes you feel like, and before I could finish, she goes, I don't know what you're doing. She's like, security. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. She's like, I don't know what this means. I took it really personally. Oh yeah, she couldn't follow along. With you, she but, couldn't follow, you know. Along. But I don't old even person. think they do those commercials anymore. They, it's been a long time since we've had any jingles. But I was like, yeah. man, was the '90s that long ago? That really hurt my feelings. People were like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. There's at like all. no reference for them. At no none. reference at all. None. I was actually in DC last week, and I went to that cupcake place. I think it's called DC DC Cupcakes. Not Is the Georgetown. Georgetown cupcakes? No, it's Georgetown Cupcakes. Yeah, those, the are, show? those are good cupcakes. I don't know what the show oh is, God. but I've had those. I have those are... special ordered those cupcakes for delivery here in LA from DC. No. no. Because that, they're great. I, was, I had the cupcake and I was like, now how? I need them shipped to me because they are that good. They'll do it. That that cream, they've, they've got it down pat. They do. Mm-hmm. And I was at Magnolia like maybe like a month before that, and I was really disappointed by the cupcake. And I used sure. to like the Magnolia cupcake. Used to love a Magnolia cupcake. Yeah, it's it's not what it used to be. They changed the formula the or something. The formula's off. Yeah, so that they maybe they got new management. But the th- the you really the place to spend your time when you go to Magnolia's is with that banana pudding because that's it's still that right. Pudding. That's that's, that's always thing. right. It's always yeah, ready to like, go. Like, don't bother with anything else. Just mm-hmm. go get that banana pudding at Magnolia. Right. The cupcakes, not good. These but are yeah, Georgetown cupcakes. I hope for anybody out there listening. This I is, know. I hope you guys are really like taking notes on the on the, on our cupcake dessert game. Yeah. Because we've given you a lot. We're experts from in donuts, this field. cupcakes, 
Yeah, this is we need to <laughs> we need to change the name of the podcast to this diabetes. Right, right. Yeah, we really are going to be missing a foot, like Nini. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Nini. It's, it's Nini. It is. It's yeah, Nini. Not Nini. It's Nini, Nini might be losing a foot too. She's got all new parts. She's got Mr. Potato Head switcheroo going on. So I don't know what her feet look like. Yeah, She's probably got the baby just feet now. Facetune and filters. You know, people when they on that Facetune, people have to really stop with that. That There's must too be much what it pinching. is. There's yeah, too much pinching. There's too much slimming. And it never looks natural. It's not a facial recognition. Like she's You not- always look like that one alien from Star Trek Next Generation. You look like Data. <laughs> you know, everyone's like way too filtered. Right. You don't look human. Took it too far. Mm-hmm. Anyway, every filter is not your friend. Right. That's right. Uh, so where are we at now? Once again, where, go after the where were we? Um, <laughs> Lisa's trying to repaint her, her apartment. She's trying to get her deposit back. Mm-mm-mm. And don't we know about that? But anyway, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. But we know that's, the importance is trying to get that paint job right before you move just never out. Paint, never paint your apartment. To start Even off if they with. give you permission, don't do it. That's a trap. Even if they allow you to, don't do it. Just yeah. keep it. Even if you get it in writing, don't do it. Keep it that eggshell. Yeah, whatever. Learn to live with it. Hang some artwork. <laughs> um, but she actually she did a good job. She nearly passed out because she didn't crack a window trying to get that coat. Even, mm-hmm. um, but she did it, and she counsels Molly because she's trying to figure out why she's not into Lionel, and she's like, "Well, because he's just like you, and that's that's your business. This is me unpacking your shit." Mm-hmm. And then she passes out from the fumes, right. and maybe because of the fumes is why she starts looking at Eddie from around the way with the sex eye, because that didn't really make sense to me, right? But well, now, if you factor the in the fumes, still on like her. Well, she's still kind of like on her grind, trying to bump and grind with somebody, right? right. With no strings attached. I think that's what that what, that is what the motivation was. She just needs that. a sex win for her ego. Yeah. So she's getting the feels for Eddie. Eddie's hanging out by the pool. Yeah. She decides on to the crusty lawn the old, furniture. Yeah, that old dried up lawn furniture that's been baking and cracking in the sun for t- twenty years. Right. <clears throat> so she has the brilliant idea to use the age old. Oh, you forgot your charger at my house, Trip. Like, you don't have five extra chargers. Like, everyone doesn't have five extra cables lying around. Right. There's, like, a ton of cables. Like, that. that that's already, like, a dead giveaway that he was down for it, too. So, yeah, we know Eddie's down to get it in, too, because we know he's got a charger. He's got that extra charger already. Um, we've got a lot of revelations about Eddie, too, in this, like, this, you know, uh, their, in their kiss and grind. Yeah. Um, most notably is that he has... He has a big commitment to uh, finishing up the Gossip Girl series, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, can't fault him for. I watched the complete Criterion collection as well. <laughs> well, Blake is doing doing her thing, and he told he told Itza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. So, so many white people. White doing people their, doing their thing. Doing their thing. Shout out. Um. <laughs> But she powers through. She made a decision, so she's committed. So she's going to sit right. there and watch watch Gossip Girl, I guess, with, with Eddie. Until she goes yeah. in for that awkward rendezvous. Where she gets sucker punched. Right. She Yeah, she kind of gives him a left hook. And it's very strange and weird and awkward. But ultimately, things go in the right direction. And uh, yeah. it's kind of 
successful. Not it's it's of course it's awkward, but yeah. I mean, there was struggle with the tank top. There was struggle with the buttons and those complicated jeans. That jean story and again. Those darn tapered jeans of hers, mm-hmm. and also there was like this really awkward furniture in there too. Like that bed set seemed like it, you know it was like out of right. the seventies. The shelving in the back. That's never a good idea. No. Um, but you know, she got in, she handled her business, she got what she came for and she took her charger back. Right. So. So that was that. Now she's about that whole life. Meanwhile, Lawrence back at the work social, he dipped out of the barbecue to go hang out with his work friends and drink at happy hour. And Tasha's wondering where he is the whole time. Right. So the clock is ticking. He's supposed to get back to the barbecue, but then he gets tied up at the old silicon valley sex show yeah ordering shots and being trifling and and an almond milk white russian who orders that Mm, no you never ever order like i feel like you you can't even order a white russian from anywhere like you'll get you'll be kicked out of the bar but like don't try to order an almond or soy or almond milk anything at the bar i don't think anyone's that but that's just like doubly annoying I mean, it's annoying at Starbucks, so... Just not possible. Keep your complicated lactose requests yeah, to yourself. So, finally, Tasha calls him, and she's like, what the hell? You were supposed to be here. You ghosted for no reason. And he's like, Mimi sorry. Mimi is back in the minivan. Uh, the flute player has, like, packed up shop. Everyone's left the barbecue. The grill is done. It's out. Mm-hmm. It's over. He's missed it. All the pie is gone. And, and is she, this where she unloads and lets him have it? Yes, finally. Finally. So you feel kind of like this is like a redemptive moment for you for all of your yeah, hate. Exactly. She was she was speaking for me in this moment. She was like, quick act quit acting like you give <laughs> quit acting like you care when clearly you ain't shit and you don't care about anything. Right. You're a fuckboy, but you're even worse than a fuckboy because you're a fuckboy that thinks he's a good guy. Trifling. Click, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Good and it's about damn time. She's like, also, I slashed your tires. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. And don't look for me neither. Or Mimi. Grandma Mimi probably slashed them. She probably did. She probably rolled up there in her wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know that episode four had aired by the time we started this, but we are done now. So, it should be up on, uh, up on HBO Go. So, I'm looking forward to watching it. Very curious to see what the next development is for Lawrence, especially between him and uh, Tasha, because she seems to be over it now. And Issa's about to, like, she's she she broke the seal. Right. So she's going to be out there hoeing now, too. So he lost his opportunity with everybody. He fucked it up. He might be on that air mattress for the rest of his life. Yeah, but I don't think she's going to continue this streak here. I don't think, like, I know that, like, she always says that Lawrence is a relationship person, but I see her as a relationship person too. So who knows? Or maybe this is the flip where we see like she stops chasing him and maybe he starts chasing he starts her, chasing, starts yeah. chasing her the way he should have been chasing her from the beginning back to season right. one. Right. So, well, anyway, I can't wait to see what happens. Me too. That's the first, that's the first three episodes. How do you feel so far? I think it's been pretty solid so far. I mean, you know, I think that that proof is there. They're already renewed for a third season. It's just a strong show. And I, I think that they've, they've improved on the first season. I what agree. I agree. I think it's definitely my favorite show on TV right now. He has definitely 
had a complete glow up. Yeah. I, mean, I know that her, her her genes were questionable, but like <laughs> she's got her body, she's like her body is together. Right. You know, the hair game is tight. Mm-hmm. The skin is moisturized. She's mm-hmm. snatched. Right. And, um, you know. And she's taking looks. chances. She's taking chances. And I respect that. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Join us on Facebook and our group Deep Thoughts by This Dummy. That's Thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. And find us on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next time.